Hello, 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 guys. Welcome back to the No BS Podcast with your hosts, Luis and Daniela. Um, <laughs> I, I just hate myself. I hate, I hate this podcast. I hate, no, I'm just kidding. Um, you guys, I'm sure, I, I'm praying, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm sending out good energy that you guys are actually listening to this because I feel like for the past month or so, like it feels like we haven't come out with an episode in forever. Um, yeah. And that's just because my internet is shitty. God hates us. Um, Zoom hates us. I, I don't understand. Like, what's happening? We just have the worst luck, you guys. Like, last week, we actually had a good little... Okay, last week was like, I'm triggered. We were on a good little momentum. And then all of a sudden, my screen goes black. It's my fucking computer restarting. And I'm like, Luis, oh my God, my computer's restarting. Let me call you through my phone. And so then we did it through my phone. But then we both kept freezing. But then my wife, like oh shitty, like, God. I don't know what it is, guys. Um, we started so strong when we first started this podcast. And now it's like we post <laughs> once every six months. I don't know what's happening. Whatever the fuck we feel like it, we post. I mean, at that I, yeah, let's be honest, it's, it's what it is. Um, But no, we're here. We're strong. I'm ready to talk some shit, ready to talk about people's lives because i don't have one um yeah anything exciting happened over the weekend anything, anything going exciting? on in your life you want to let us know about um no i mean it was so funny i was supposed to go to vegas oh my god i'm such a travel such a travel we love girl. we love you going everywhere she, she's just in mexico you know living her best life she's supposed to go to vegas but we canceled that we were like you know what monkeypox um oh is that what you guys canceled there's some flooding going on in Vegas. I was like, maybe the cards just aren't there. They're just not there for us. So maybe we should just stay home. Um, It was me and my coworkers. We were going to go before we had to go back to work at the end of the month. But now we don't know what what the fuck we're going to do. So we'll figure that out. We'll figure that out when it comes, when the time comes. Love that for you. you? No, I was telling you before we started recording school starting. um, Iconic one last semester and then we'll see we'll see what i do with my life um because at this point i don't know what i'm doing with my life but um what an exciting time i don't miss school i don't know what i'm doing (laughs) like it's i hate it like if you guys are going to school right now do you guys know what you're doing with your life like i I don't know i guess i i can i can only blame myself because i feel like i'm very like i don't i wouldn't say like leave everything to last minute but i'm Mm kind of go with the flow type of person aka lazy at times Mm -hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I know I can go out there and, like, find people and talk to people and mingle and whatever, but it's like, ugh, do I want to? No, I don't know. And then you've been going to school. Think about it. Like, you've been going to school nonstop since you were five years old. And, and like, you're now, <laughs> so 20 years, 20 years you've been in school. And like, then once you get the degree, I'm like, is it worth it? I mean. <laughs> 20 years you've been in school. Like, of course, you're going to have that time where you're just like, who who am I? What am I doing? What it like, trust me. I feel like you you doubt yourself a lot, but like not me blowing smoke up your ass. But just, I, I feel need like it right you're now. <laughs> so you're so quick on your feet. Like you're able to like kind of go go with the flow. Like and maybe good... like not to toot my own horn also. I feel like maybe it's just like na- naive thinking or like an ignorant, you know, ignorance is bliss kind of way of thinking is that I have a feeling that like I don't know, something always comes your way and like things always yes. have a way of working out. So maybe yes. that's just me, my shitty justifying uh, logic or reasoning, I should say. But um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm taking day by day. It is what it is. But um, I would say take this last semester or last few, last two semesters or whatever, last year, like enjoy your time. Like if you can join a club or something, join a club. If you can like, I know it's hard even as commuters, like it fucking sucks because like you can't do as much as like everybody else because you're like, bitch, I got to go home. Like, <laughs> <laughs> 
like even even though you don't have a car it's like bitch bitch i gotta catch the bus or something uh yeah it's it's a whole lot and then uh, even just like not an excuse but then like now monkeypox we gotta worry about and like uh, other things and just it's like don't i don't want to be around people so bitch, yeah i'm just, stressing yeah you guys just send positive energy it's my last semester positive energy, i'm gonna do great um, good things my way eh, let's see sorry to interrupt i just totally remembered something else something iconic something exciting that happened this weekend my sister um at least already knows this but now i can finally make this announcement on the podcast my sister's <laughs> pregnant one of my sister is one of my sisters is pregnant and this past weekend she found out the gender and it's going to be a little boy Ooh, oh my iconic. god so, uh, there goes uh any uh gender reveal that you guys aren't doing anything exciting no she don't we don't we don't really like um put too much emphasis on like gender reveals because it's like we know the party is like the baby shower, you know, no true, offense to like true. people. If you like to do something big for your gender reveals, that's fine because babies are blessings. Like if, especially if you've been planning, wait, I totally so spaced out. You said little boy. Yeah. It's going to be a little boy. Or Can we talk about how you guys are nothing but like girls, girls? and now you guys are boy and now you have it was Max, written in the stars. And now you I'm have not a boy mom though. I'm not a boy mom though. Well, so. we'll see what the future holds for you because it's about <laughs> a wait, how iconic would that be? The three sisters have three boys. That's fucking iconic. Like, not to say my dad was an amazing girl dad, okay? Like he's awesome. He was always I was not raised in a machista household. Like we were all very equal. My father does his own laundry, he cooks his own food. We sing. Um so yeah like he's never been like oh i have all girls so like he even gets a little upset when people are like oh my god and you never got your boy like he'll be like what the fuck do i need my boy for like i got my three girls like what the fuck? you know <laughs> we love that but we did notice with my nephew like with my first nephew max like he was very excited um just because it's a whole new like experience like not to put gender stereotypes or anything we were very much little girls like little girly girls like our hair was always done we were always in like cute little dresses like yeah but so he was very excited with my nephew to like have that experience to like teach him how to play ball because my nephew is again sorry to put gender stereotypes but it's like my nephew's like such a fucking little boy like <laughs> he needs to kick the ball he needs to love throw that. the bat love that and i'm like ugh. Can we get some estrogen up in here? <laughs> Listen, and then you like you guys have told me, isn't your um your dad is one of many sisters, right? He has nothing but yes, sisters. He has all sisters, so he's only he's been the only guy. So like then of course he was blessed with Jet's daughters. I so now me. it's his time to shine. Now it's he gets ha- now shine, he has to yes. do it again with do you guys do we have names yet or what's up? Um yeah, she's planning a little name. I don't think she didn't give me permission to reveal the name. Oop, so you guys, when we get it, get we'll permission. give you guys exclusive later. Okay. An exclusive, <laughs> yes. So stay tuned. <laughs> Next episode. How exciting. Oh. Love that for her. I know. Mm, iconic. Anyway. When, when are you when are you having your, your first child? When am I having my first child? Um, let's see, I'm 25 right now. Um <laughs> in about 20 years. No, just uh, perfect. Great. Love that. Um, well, you guys. Lisa and the baby might be sharing a birthday. Maybe. Who knows? If it's if that if that comes into fruition and it's a sign and Fingers you know, crossed, love that. Pray. You guys, we have a couple things you want to talk about. So let's just dive right in. Um Becky G, I'm sure you guys have heard her music before. I have. She's kind of an icon. Um, do you do you listen to her like that or no? Singing in the shower. <laughs> Why did I know? Why I know did I just know you were going to like start singing that? I mean, hey, that's like what the song that everyone knows her from, right? Like, no. What about her other her... one? Her other one where she's like, um, 
I like big dicks in my mouth. Mayores. Oh, is that, that is I've heard that song, but I don't I don't remember reading those lyrics. Um, um, maybe you read uh, Louise, where she's like, que no me quepa en la boca. I must have glossed over that, man. But hey, if that's the case, Becky G hit me up. Anyways, um, so you. apparently Variety had this event called Power Young Hollywood, which obviously she's there because she's young and she's powerful. Um, mm-hmm. no, but basically she talked to people, and she, I wanted I wanted to talk about the story because you know, being a fellow Mexican, um, I think it's Hi. important to see you know people like you succeed. So, anyways, she talks to them and she basically expressed her feelings being um, Mexican-American and how that plays into the music industry. Um, So I have some quotes. She said, being Latina is part of who I am. It's not something that I'm always like, okay, oh, well, that's what makes me different, that I'm Latina. I want to be a great artist because I'm a great artist. And I want to be a great actress because I'm a great actress. Mm -hmm. Um, Let me see. She said something that like, not triggered, but like stuck in my head, got stuck in my head. She said, um, me being Latina, that's a part of me. It's not just a box. It's so much more than that. It's the culture that I've been so blessed to experience since I was a young girl. It was a bicultural experience. It's a blessing and a curse. And I think more than ever, it's more of a blessing. Um, she also talks about how she only had the funny part of the interview. She said she only had Dora the Explorer growing up as a Iconic. as like a <laughs> representation. And I want to talk about it because, you know, you're a female and you're Mexican. So how do you what do you make of everything she's saying, like as far as being Mexican and, you know? Yes, it's all true. I feel like now I kind of wish I was a kid now. They have so much more like. Yeah, she, she mentioned like, um, I know you're a huge Disney person. Um, She mentioned how she's like, I never got a princess. I never got a yeah. uh, whatever. And now they have, you know, Mexican and other like Latinx and Latino uh, representation. As yes, far as, they have like, Encanto. Like, um. I know Encanto's Colombian, but like, I fucking maybe I could have taken it the wrong way, but I really I liked I liked when I, I thought it was cute. I have short curly hair, well, short wavy hair, so I wore that, and then in, I I had my hair down, and then I had an embroidered shirt because I went to a party, like an embroidered shirt that you buy like in Mexico or something, and like a little girl was like, "Mirabel," and I was like. <laughs> you're like no my name is Daniela bitch I'm just Mexican but I was like oh that's so cute because like it she connected like certain dots and I was like I wish I had a Mirabel I wish I had an Isabella or like a freaking what's the princess me not even knowing the princess's name listen you're not a child anymore so it's Elena of Avalor I wish I had an Elena like I like the princess I could look up to because she was brown was Jasmine like yeah girl, and you, exactly and it's you guys probably like get sick and tired of me bringing up stories like this but it's true like I'm sure you guys listening like I don't know, if you're not white you guys watch shows because I, I do watch shows where like they have like a Mexican character or yeah. a, a Latino character and they make certain jokes or just seeing their experience because I don't know. It like, it brings joy to my heart. <laughs> it's sad. Yes. It's like, it's like not, I wouldn't say it's sad, but it's, I don't know. It's true. I love seeing, being able to relate. It's like, Oh my God, that's hilarious because it's true. Um, yes. I don't know. I, I love that. It's just, it's nice. It's cute. And I, Becky G is another person. Like I resonated with her because um, even when she first started on the scene, like, she didn't speak Spanish well, um, but she wasn't, oh my God, I don't know how to say it. She wasn't whitewashed. Like I love Selena Gomez growing up because I loved Alex Russo. I love that she got a Quinceanera episode and everything, but Selena Gomez was so whitewashed to me. For like sure. I was like, 
oh my gosh, like nobody in that household speaks Spanish. Why is nobody speaking Spanish? Like, yeah, me and my sister speak English, but my parents, when we're speaking at home, my parents are speaking Spanish. So I feel like Becky G, like when I first saw her, it was cool to see that her abuelitos live with her at home and they're speaking Spanish. And then you see her mom and yeah, her mom's primarily English speaking, but her mom was speaking Spanish too. So it was like, oh my God, like this, this is my bitch. Like right here, this is my girl. <laughs> and also, yeah, like I'm trying to think now of like shows of like specifically cartoons that like, I don't know. The, to me, I say it all the time, but like to me, the normal quote unquote normal thing was seeing like a white family. So yes. when I saw shows like Miami Go, which that show, I mean, <laughs> she's Maya. she's the queen of like all queens. Yes. She's a like a loud mouth cheese mosa. And I stand because that's my people. Like that's I fucking love right it. Right there. <laughs> yes, that's where I was like, this is me. This is this is who I am. Maya. <laughs> Maya. And then of course Dora. And like Dora is the only thing that I do get a little like annoyed. And when I was younger. I didn't and I should have like I, I should have told people don't call me Dora but like I would wear my hair short and people would be like oh my god you look like Dora and I mean like, even up to like junior high people would like when you would, would get a like, haircut like, like Dora like, Dora, like, Dora, Dora Dora I'm like I'm not gonna lie yeah I'm cute and chubby but like <laughs> you're like, like that's fucking tricking bitch back up <laughs> literally I'm like can y'all come up with something original please like damn uh, I look yeah. like Velma from Scooby-Doo too bitch like damn we love that um but yeah nice little story we'll love that for her keep making great music keep being amazing love that um the next thing i want to talk about i know you want to talk about so i'll let you take the reins on it but jeanette what's your name jeanette mccurdy she's just out here writing books being an icon spilling tea throwing shade what's up with her let us know what's up so jeanette mccurdy recently came out with her memoir called and everybody was shocked when they saw the title reveal called i'm glad my mom died and people were shocked because, of course, she's already come out before saying that she did suffer abuse from her mother as a child star. But the book went into more details than she's ever like shared before. And she shared details about how her mother pushed her into acting and then, of course, her career in Nickelodeon. But she couldn't really name names during her um career in Nickelodeon she specifically would just allude to someone called the creator but everybody knows that she's talking about Dan Schneider the the guy who created iCarly Zoe 101 Drake which and isn't he like complete trash I haven't like done a deep dive but isn't he like disgusting like he's trash? disgusting and looking back like you guys you guys need to rewatch like victorious iCarly Drake and Josh like look at how many jokes were in a kid's show that like how would we get these jokes like, why are they even in there to begin with, you know? And you don't realize this till we're older. But she did allude to, like, her mother kind of pushing her to have an eating disorder. Um, she alluded to the fact that Dan Schneider would basically, like, get these kids drunk. Um, like, kind of, like, push them to, like, grow up a little faster. Um, and she had a lot to say, of course. We know that she started iCarly with Miranda Cosgrove. She had very good things to say about Miranda Cosgrove. She even talked about how her mom was trying to separate her and Miranda Cosgrove because she didn't want Jeanette to have friends, which is another thing that abusers do is like they try to isolate you. Um, but she did have something to say about Ariana Grande. Nothing bad, but of course, stands are going to try to cross the line. And she was basically just alluding to the fact that when they were on Sam and Cat, the creators and the writers of Sam and Cat 
would allow Ariana to take as much time as she needed off because she was a rising pop star. Meanwhile, Jeanette also had a music career, but they weren't allowing her to take time off. They would be like, no, if you miss, then we're just going to write you out of the out of these many episodes and you're not going to get paid. And of course, then there's a double standard because they were allowing Ariana to go off for however many weeks and miss filming and they'd still like pay her and they'd work around her schedule, you know? So she had things to say about that, but she said that, yes, she's still resentful of that time, but she has nothing but love for Ariana. And of course people were like taking things that she said out of context and being like, not her calling Ariana out, like not her being jealous still. I mean, I have thoughts. You guys. Yeah. Please share them because I mean, I have thoughts too, but I want to hear you. Well, as someone who is an Ariana Grande stan, I'm going to have to call bullshit and say, like, I can only imagine the shit she's had to deal with with, you know, as you mentioned, this creepy motherfucker, you know, producers and writers and people working on these shows. And then just to have like the mistreatment or the unfairness, like that's bullshit. And think about it, like when you're at that age, being like a young actor, what is it like when you're at that age, your mind, I don't want to say you're like, you're naive but you're kind of yeah you're naive and you're like you just do as you're told and like her mom being a total i'm sorry a total bitch you know manipulating controlling and whatever it's just a lot to take in is what i'm trying to say see i'm like triggered to can't even speak um (laughs) it sucks because i feel like a lot of these stars they in the moment it feels like they're living their best life they're like oh my god i'm getting coins i'm with my Mm -hmm. friends And then like a couple years later, you know, they're able to see, look back and, you know, in retrospect, it's not, it wasn't all that great. And they have to like deal with going to therapy and like try to, because I know I can only imagine it taking a toll on you and your mental health. And like, how do you overcome that? How do you like move past that? So it sucks that like they have to go through this, but I'm glad that I'm sure writing this book was cathartic for her. And it was a way of like, just get like, it was like a weight off her shoulders, what I'm trying to say. Yes. No. Yeah. She, um, she talked about how, like when her mom passed away in 2013, that like, she felt relieved. Like she, I, I think she has like a whole chapter at the end where they're talking about like what to put on her tombstone. And she is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put brave, put great, put fabulous, put this. But then she's like, but my mom wasn't any of those things. Like, Oh my God. And I just, I, it's so sad because there's just she goes into so much depth and like I think we would need to put like trigger warnings but it's it's just so sad because then you look back at our Carly and you think about how Dan Schneider incorporated like Sam her character having such a bad home life and oh it's like not you making her relive this on screen too and now like I hope people can see why she didn't want to come back for the reboot because she's left acting behind like she does not want to do that because of the terrible memories that she has, even though Dan Schneider has nothing to do with the reboot. I don't think she wants to relive that life again, you know, but she did say she has love for all of her co-stars because they created a positive like environment for her. Like, I don't know. I think she, I'm trying to look for the quote, but like she was talking about how if she didn't have Miranda like on set, she probably would not have like survived. Like she probably would not. And like, not to bash her, but like just, just imagine like you're on the same set you see each other you're in the same scenes you're constantly working and then being Jeanette you're seeing like 
the injustice and you're just like why am i like we're doing the same shit i get it she's the star of the show but why am i having to do with this extra bullshit meanwhile she's living her best life i don't know it's it's shit it's a shitty situation to to say the least i don't know it's sad i'm like oh poor thing and i hope i'm glad to see that there's like other than that whole Ariana Grande like controversy, I'm glad to see that she has a lot of um, support. Like Josh Peck put a Instagram post about her saying that like, go check out her book. Like she's so brave for doing that. Miranda Cosgrove already spoke out about it. Victoria Justice spoke out about it. So I'm just like, not gonna lie. I'm waiting for the Dan Schneider like documentary. I was like, just gonna say, where is, oh, are all these actors exposing him? Exactly. I'm like, can... Because I feel like Victoria Justice, Miranda Cosgrove, and Ariana Grande probably were favorites, and they probably didn't get bad treatment. So they're probably not going to have much to say, but other people are. Like, I don't know. Like, I just think about Amanda Bynes. Oh. Right? Amanda like, Bynes. Come we love on. You. Like, another child star that's been abused and, like, forced into the limelight. And then when they cracked, everybody was like, oh, my God. And I media of course is gonna like spin it any other way but i hope that now that she's better i hope she can like do something too even though she's not entitled to but i was gonna say it sucks because like we as like viewers and people who like love entertainment we're like we see these people these people's lives you know they grow up behind the scenes bullshit shit hits the fan they have to pick up the pieces try to be their best the best version of themselves again and yet yes. we're like okay so now when are you gonna come out with the reboot or what are you <laughs> like damn people really are like selfish when it comes to that but damn 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 we just we need the content apparently no, just <laughs> oh gosh yikes well shout out to her uh jenna mccurdy hope uh hope she hope she gets what she wants with writing this book and like i guess freedom we it stand. sounds like she she's like you know free from the bullshit so <laughs> We stand. Well, since we're on the topic of white women, um, another person that people stand, Taylor Swift. I was just telling you off air, Taylor Swift, everything this bitch, <laughs> you guys. This woman. The term of endearment. Everything <laughs> that Taylor Swift touches turns to gold. Apparently, I just saw an article saying that her short film, All Too Well, is eligible to be nominated at the 2023 Oscars. Ooh. Um Let's see. The article says all too well. The short film was released online at the AMC Lincoln Square. Have you seen it, by the way? Yes. I saw what did that. What did you make of it? Um, it's good. It's. I'm not gonna lie, you guys. It's a music video. Like, come on. Um, ah. see, I I didn't know that. I thought it was like because uh, I think the only ever other like short film or like I don't even know what you would call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like when it comes to music, is I saw Lana Del Rey's Tropic or tropic some shit um and that was a thing i mean it was all right but i'm not like do you is there a space for artists to be making like like okay for example did you see olivia rodrigo's short film thing or like little i feel like that's a short film I feel like that. I'm like, okay. these artists need to stick to making music (laughs) they need to stick to making music videos but anyways i digress um it says, however, the eligibility window for the best live action short is different from October 1st, 2021 to September 30th, 2021, making mm-hmm. Swift's directional debut a contender. I don't know. All this to say is that, is this bitch about to win another award? Imagine she's about to, um, she's about to get that O in the EGOT in the fucking 
I was gonna say, so E got do off the top of your head, do you know like what each word is? I think uh yeah, E's like, Emmy, G's Grammy, O is Oscar, T is Tony. Tony. Yeah. But Ooh, she has sure a Grammy and an Oscar. I was gonna say she's got the Grammy down like she's just she got the Grammy right. Ooh. Um, I don't know. I feel like okay, nominate it, but the caliber of films that go into like yeah i don't the academy know awards it's that just, le- like it's I at can that see level it being nominated maybe just because they want to uh the academy awards would want to create buzz like that but i just wouldn't see it winning but i mean i, I <laughs> at this point i don't put anything past her she you guys i don't hate She's her crazy. i don't love her i'm like i'm indifferent i want to say indifferent no she has great music she's great that's a lie she has great music but um I'm just like amazed at her. Like, ma'am, you just, you can do it all. You can do it the, all. The way she's been able to like build herself back up. I'm like, interesting. Like from a PR standpoint, like. I was going to say, when you, think, when you think, when you think of her career, I feel like it's, I wouldn't say, ha- I wouldn't say it's had too many lows, but she's had, had, she's, ha- she has had moments. She's had where like, low lows. They're like, yeah. what is this? Be-? Like, no, but yeah. now she's, she's on top again. So love that for her. She's living her best life. You know, she's a good little example of if you just shut the fuck up and just, you know, put out your little music, you'll be good. Like, is it, or is it an example <laughs> that if you're white and you're, nope, just kidding, oh, we're going to go there. No. Oh, anyways, oh. no negativity, no negativity right now. Um, Daniela, anything else, time. anything else you want to, tell us about any talk about yeah well from one you know one pop star to another the the princess of pop or what do they call it do they call it the queen of pop or do they call it the man who are we talking about (laughs) we're talking about britney spears okay Mm, what do they call her we're we're gonna say the pop princess no because people say queen of pop i just think like madonna that's true. I feel like, yeah, Madonna, they say queen of pop. Anyway, okay, so with Britney Spears, obviously we've all seen she's now free from her conservatorship. And you would think that that would be the end of it, right? Obviously, she's posting her little nudes on Instagram. Living, <laughs> you, you see that she's living her best life. You know, she recently got married. But then here comes crusty-ass Kevin Federline, her ex-husband. Um, he comes out to say that her sons don't want to see her because they're embarrassed by her Instagram post. And... Of course, any fucking teenager is going to be embarrassed of their mother. Okay. Like, I get it. The things that she posts, kids are going to be teased about if they go to a public high school. Like, we get that. And should she take into account their feelings? Yes, of course. But that doesn't mean she's a bad mother. And he was basically trying to paint her as a bad mother. And in my opinion, well, let me just rewind. Then she came out with a statement saying, don't say that I'm a bad mother, Kevin. Then Kevin comes out and says, that like oh here's some videos of her being a bad mother basically i was gonna and say did you sorry, watch the videos no i didn't watch the videos but i did see this like i think maybe a couple months ago me being annoying with my tea <laughs> i saw i think it was like the instagram account i don't know if it was demois or bravo and Co- bravo's and bravo and cocktails which it could be either or but I, I had read something saying that uh they're like this a-list you know singer is about to get exposed it's not gonna be it's not gonna be a good look for her and I haven't seen these videos, but are are these videos like, oh, my God, she's a horrible mother? Because, yeah, the, not, the T basically said that like she was going to be exposed and it's not going to be a good look for her. They're not damning. Like if you were a parent of like a teenager, I bet you anything, you'd probably speak to them the same way. Is she yelling at them? Yes. Now, um, uh, now is she mistreating them, calling them fucking pieces of trash? No. In it, she's just um, I think one of her sons is upset 
like because she took away his phone and she's basically telling him like 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 any southern mother would and she was just like you need to get it together you need to stop like and obviously he's a teenage boy he's going through hormones and she was like you scare me sometimes she's like you're weird like you just I can't like she goes you need to stop and you need to get together like you scare me and but she's not saying it in a way or at least I didn't take it like mentally physically emotionally abusive like she wasn't talking down to him it was just her speaking from a frustrated mother standpoint and I feel like if you're not a parent you have no say like you shouldn't have an opinion about whether you think she's a bad mother or not me having an opinion but i'm not i'm not (laughs) i was gonna say okay it's hard because let me play devil's advocate for a sec um yes kids are fucking annoying me you know being one i was once a kid um (laughs) but it's it's hard to like say an opinion on parenting because yes you don't know what it's like being a parent we don't know what it's like we don't know how what how that kid is as a child as you know so it's like yeah is he being mistreated we don't know it's hard to like speak on things you don't really know about but i don't know like if she's a bad mother not saying she is hopefully she can get her act together and hopefully this kid can get his act together like we just want peace serenity now serenity now (laughs) mood queen i just uh, i feel bad that like Kevin Federline's trying to paint this picture like she's such a terrible mother. Her kids don't even want to see her when it's like, no, her kids don't want to see her because she's posting nudes on Instagram and they're embarrassed. Like she's embarrassing them, not because they think she's like mentally, emotionally, physically abusive. And like, I feel like he's trying to go back to like the time of like 2009 when like the media was like getting upset at her for carrying her baby in heels. You know, I was just going to say, not because, you know, we love Brittany here on the podcast, but we got to like, I feel like people got to cut her some slack and that's, there's no excuse for like quote unquote bad parenting, but knowing other things she's been through and knowing the struggles she's had to deal with, I feel like people should cut her some slack exactly. and like, she's doing the best she can, especially if her kids are being little shit heads. Um, I don't know. He needs to calm down. Take a deep breath. <laughs> Take a deep breath. Like, um, Brittany girl, we are, I'm team Brittany. No, <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll always be team Brittany. I mean, she's just, there's no other option just because like you said she's been through so much and now she's finally able to live the life that she's wanted to live and we need to remember that like she's been controlled for so long she's trying she kind of reminds me of like a little baby deer like she's trying to find her footing so like okay yeah is some of the shit she posts cringe if i was her fucking teenage daughter i'd be like mom stop but like then you gotta i feel bad because then you gotta take like her point of view in consideration and you're like damn it she was never able to post what she wanted to before so now she's trying to there's like, like so many layers to this uh, where it's like you just feel layers. bad but then it's not right but it's wrong it's i'm like as long <laughs> as you're not hurting anybody Brittany, we'll be the good, kids okay? are like yeah the, the kids are like yeah us my Physically, mental emotionally my mental no i'm kidding oh no <laughs> like my mental us. well-being exactly. my ability to get invited to parties that's what she's hurting <laughs> oh my god oh, no. anyway that's really all i had um well, let's on a good let's end on a good note because good we're note. like okay so that's shit um anything anything exciting what can we talk about what can we talk about we have three minutes up because zoom is kicking us out you guys i'm like um well by this time next week you'll 
maybe have something to share about school. So do you have any goals that you want to set for yourself? You guys. So I have this thing where um, it's called being lazy. No, um, <laughs> the past my entire time at my school, which I go to Cal State LA. I don't care if you guys know because like whatever. Um, my grades have always been the same. It's always been four A's, one B, five A's, one B. So next semester, I'm going to try my hardest to get those four A's, you guys. I, yeah. I take pride in going to school and, you know, being a good student. So Iconic. Just, just my goal is to be an amazing student and get all A's because, you know, I have a brain. I need to fucking use it. <laughs> King, we'll go to um, we'll go to the library. Ah, me has Bye. <laughs> Anyways, guys. This is a great episode. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. Hopefully, you guys you hear it. Hopefully, you guys are able to hear it because you know, like I said, Zoom hates us and it might not download the episode. But anyways, enough of the rambling. Thank you guys for joining us. I'm Luis. She's Daniela. We'll see you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye.